Another example of a greenhouse gas that's in our atmosphere is SO2, sulfur dioxide, better known as smog. If we wanted to draw the correct structure for SO2, we would begin by counting valence electrons. So we need to count valence electrons always. That's the first thing that we need to do when drawing structures of inorganic compounds. So we have one sulfur in group six, one times six valence electrons is equal to six valence electrons. Two oxygens, two times group number six for oxygen is a total of 12 valence electrons. If we sum that up, we have a total of 18 valence electrons that need to be drawn in the structure of sulfur dioxide. The first atom that's listed in the formula generally is the central atom. So the oxygens are attached to sulfur. Without thinking, we give the outermost atoms three electron pairs. That will always be the case, except for hydrogen. Hydrogen never has any non-bonded pairs. So never add any electrons to hydrogen. If we look at our provisional structure for sulfur dioxide, we need to count to make sure all our valence electrons are present. We have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. We're missing two valence electrons because we need 18. Any missing electrons need to be placed on the central atom. Looking at our provisional structure, we begin to realize we have some problems as well. With our provisional structure, we need a full octet. If we look at sulfur, we see that sulfur only has two, four, six electrons about the sulfur atom. And when we count valence electrons about a given atom, we count the electrons shown by each bond, which are lines here, representing two electrons being mutually shared. So when we count up the number of electrons about a given atom, we need to count the electrons that are being mutually shared. So sulfur has two, four, six electrons around it. If oxygen were to share two of its neighboring electrons, sulfur could achieve its octet. Thus, we would have this structure for sulfur dioxide. If we go back and count the number of electrons in this structure for sulfur dioxide, we would see that we have 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18 valence electrons. The correct number of valence electrons needed in our structure. And then we begin to realize that sulfur has 8 electrons, a full octet about sulfur, if we count 2, 4, 6, 8 electrons about sulfur. Again, when we count valence electrons about a given atom, we count electrons that are mutually shared as being two, two, four, six, eight. Each line represents two electrons. For oxygen, we have two, four, six, eight electrons about oxygen. On the left-hand side and on the right-hand side, we have two, four, six, eight electrons about oxygen on the right-hand side. Also note that this oxygen is misbehaving with its one bond to it. This oxygen is behaving because it has two bonds to it. Oxygen would prefer to have two bonds However, sometimes we see oxygen with a minimum of one bond. 
Some students ask, why not share the electrons from the right-hand side versus the left-hand side? And if we were to share electrons with this oxygen on the right-hand side, right side with sulfur, we would have this corresponding structure for sulfur dioxide. And what we begin to realize is that these two structures are very similar. All we've done is relocated our electrons in this double bond. The movement of electrons is given a name. That process is called resonance. Resonance is a term that just denotes the movement of electrons between two structures. Thus, we have the structure of sulfur dioxide smog, another example of a greenhouse gas.